Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded December 12th, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, we reflect on hot topics and some of the most interesting things we saw and heard last week. Three big things you need to know. First, we run through the main topics in our conversation with European-based equity investors from last week. Second, expensive U.S. valuations relative to Europe are yet another problem for the U.S. equity outlook in 2023. And third, we highlight initial thoughts on potential sector beneficiaries of a weaker dollar and China reopening. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other providers. Now the details. Takeaway number one, main topics in our conversations with European-based equity investors from last week. We spent last week meeting equity investors throughout continental Europe and a number of countries. Many meetings started out with a fairly positive tone and pride regarding how European equities have been outperforming U.S. equities of late. While few articulated an outright bullish view on Europe, the idea that governments were doing a lot to prop things up was noted alongside mounting uncertainty regarding the U.S. That being said, most of the investors we met with saw risk to the view that the U.S. equity market will have a tough year in 2023, with a weak first half and better second half, simply because that view has been extremely consensus in sell-side outlooks of late. Both upside and downside risks, what could be better than expected and what could be worse than expected, were explored. Key questions involved which sectors in the U.S. would benefit the most from U.S. dollar weakness, a trend in place since October, and China's reopening, where the discussion still seems very early days. Interestingly, inflation, and as a result, interest rate assumptions, seem higher among European-based investors than many of those that we've spoken with in the U.S. of late. While consensus forecasts as tracked by Bloomberg are calling for CPI, PCE, and core PCE to return to around 3% at year-end 2023, 4% or higher was mentioned at a number of our meetings for the run rate on inflation generally. As usual, sector views were a hot topic, particularly tech, with interest in our observation that the rate of upward EPS estimate revisions for semis has been near historical lows, something that usually spells buying opportunity on a 12-month view, while software still has plenty of room to fall on revisions. Healthcare was also in focus, where most agreed with our assessment that the sector is no longer cheap. We also talked a lot about staples, where we didn't encounter too much pushback on the idea that the sector has become highly overvalued and fundamentals are at risk if the economy is worse than expected. Industrials was also in the spotlight, where we noted that the sector is expensive, but may be starting to transition into the next big growth story due to reshoring. And surprisingly, we also got a bunch of questions on REITs, given the general interest we sensed in high dividend yield plays. Moving on to takeaway number two, expensive U.S. valuations relative to Europe are another problem for the U.S. equity outlook in 2023. In our conversations about European equity outperformance, investors were quick to highlight how U.S. equities are extremely expensive relative to European equities, something our work confirms. Most also noted that European equities typically outperform non-U.S. equities when value is beating growth. Our work also confirms that the growth value trade has been mostly positively correlated with the U.S. non-U.S. equity trade over time, and that a leadership shift back to value should, in theory, be accompanied by a shift in leadership back to non-U.S. equities. 
The correlation between growth value and U.S. non-U.S. has admittedly broken down a bit lately, and recent outperformance by European equities may represent the start of recoupling of these two themes. Wrapping up with takeaway number three, potential sector beneficiaries of a weaker U.S. dollar and China reopening. In our discussions on how the 2023 outlook among sell-side strategists seems extremely consensus, we suggested that this may be because everyone is still mostly talking about the same old plot points. Inflation, the Fed, the timing, depth, duration of a U.S. recession, and the ongoing overhang of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Perhaps this is why the investors we spoke with last week seemed so excited about the recent weakness in the U.S. dollar and the China reopening story. These are simply new things to talk about and invest around in 2023. In terms of what sectors may benefit from a weaker U.S. dollar, our work suggests that within the S&P 500, earnings revision trends for industrials, materials, staples, and tech are most sensitive to U.S. dollar trends and may stand to benefit the most from a return of U.S. dollar weakness. International revenue exposure is also higher than other sectors for tech, industrials, and materials within the S&P 500. That being said, we caution investors that the year-over-year trend is what matters here, and that at current levels, the DXY would not stop showing gains on a year-over-year basis until late 2Q of 2023, meaning that currency pressures still appear to be likely for a bit longer. On the topic of China's reopening, revenue exposures are tougher to identify given that most companies report geographic revenue exposures in regional terms, i.e. Asia-Pacific, as opposed to country-level terms, i.e. China. But our review of 2021's data suggests that tech and materials have the highest revenue exposure to Asia-Pacific. In light of the popularity of both of these questions, it's worth noting that industrial, staples, and tech have all outperformed over the past month within the S&P 500, while materials has been improving in recent trading as well on a relative basis. This suggests to us that if nothing else, the stock market is likely to be sensitive to any new themes that emerge as 2023 gets underway. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.